Welcome to the Fantasy Football Hangover, where today we talk about footballers in the slammer, our West Country following, penalty prowess, theory test avoidance, and how to persuade your child to support the right club. Let's go! Hello and welcome to the Fancy Football Hangover. It is episode 30. Can you believe it? I know, it's a major milestone. Do you remember your 20s? No, no. No. Different times, Different times. So, yep, I'm joined here by Rich. Hello, everyone. Uh, There's no Rob today. No Rob, very sad. He is... Part of me celebrating a little bit because this week Rob overtook me in our mini league by a single point. So not having his tiny eyes to lord it over me is quite nice. Very nice indeed. He is holiday up in Swanwich, which is in Dorset, I have learnt. Yes, the Isle of Purbeck. Um, Home of lots of 2P machines, bit of sea. Nice ice cream. There we go. Profi ale. We, we give holiday tips as well. Yeah, yeah. Lovely. Loveliest time of year. Go to Swanage. So we had an excellent episode last week. Uh, if you haven't listened to it, stop what you're doing now and go back and listen to it and then yeah, listen and to And then this. come back to us. Yes. We, we won't have gone anywhere. Um, <laughs> so yeah, Woody from Bastille joined us on the show, uh, regaling us of stories of Wayne Rooney, Robbie Williams, lots of showbiz showbiz stories, game for Grenfell stuff. It was yeah, all... there was a good stuff. Um, yeah, just just getting making sure he gets his football news while he's on stage uh, yeah. at every point. It, it was really good. It was really good. Just know that that life on the road, he still needs to get his fix. Yeah, doesn't he? Oh, it was brilliant. So uh, yeah, definitely check that out. And thanks again to Woody for coming yeah, on. Yeah, that uh, was brilliant. Our listenership in Plymouth went up quite considerably. I, th- I think that Plymouth was like our third biggest city of listeners. Oh, fantastic. In the stats I looked at, it goes like, I think it was like London, New York, Plymouth. <laughs> and San Jose we did quite well. Yeah, we? We, we did have some, yeah, we had quite a few. We got got Japan in there at the moment yeah. as well, which is nice. That's so, good. Well, big, big shout out to all the uh, West Country folk listening. Yeah, absolutely. I hope they Thank stick you with for us. Your support, yeah. Join the right It's not guys. just about Woody, guys. It's not just about Woody. There'll be plenty of Argyle content going forward. So coming up on the show today, we will be doing our usual mix of fancy football and general football chit-chat and drinking beer and having fun. Uh, So we've got, next up is 6 and 60, which is where we do our tips for the next week. Um, Then we're going to do a little quiz thing called Sorry I Haven't a Clue, um, followed by a little bit of best of worst of, where we talk about a different topic each week. And then we get some help from our little toddler friends Mm -hmm. who give our captain tips in toddler captain tips. And then we'll look ahead to the next fantasy football game week, which is game week 34. Well remembered. Which has one double game. Yeah, kind of unglamorous. Brighton and Cardiff. Cardiff. So we'll we'll discuss whether you need to be looking at Brighton and Cardiff or whether you just avoid them. Who knows? Who knows? It's a tough one. So uh, let's do our tips, shall we? Let's get into it. Right, so first up is Shane Duffy of Brighton. He's uh, one of the two clubs with a double game week. Uh, he's 4.7 million. He's got some nice fixtures, Bournemouth, Cardiff and Watford, which is great. The second one is Hong Hyung-min-son of Tottenham. <laughs> 
just with Kane out, um, feels like a no-brainer to get him in. Huddersfield at home, such a plum tie. Uh, and then the last one, Ben Chilwell, uh, left back at Leicester City, 5.1 million, 3.5 own, Newcastle, West Ham, Arsenal. Go for it, Will. Well, pretty much same clubs, pretty much same players, but I've gone for Matt Ryan, Brighton keeper. So, yeah, same reasons, double game week, Bournemouth and Cardiff. Mm. Could have seen some clean sheets there. I've also gone for Son against Huddersfield. He's back in the game now, 10 points yeah. last week. It's going to happen. And then I've got James Madison versus Newcastle. He's got six, nine, three, and seven in the last four games, and he's worth 6.9 million. Get him in. Right Done. on the that money. That was right on the money. There nice. you go, Will. We're very much on the same page, aren't we? Yeah. Clean sheets for Brighton feel, I mean, say it, it feels inevitable, but uh, we may end up with egg on our face. But uh, yeah, Duffy and Ryan. The two standouts probably in that back line. Yeah, I should say we were recording this on the, uh, Wednesday night, mm-hmm. and also I watched a bit of the Spurs uh, Spurs Man City game last night, and Son looked really decent. So yeah, I think he's, it's he's got back to form, hasn't he? Yeah, we often um, we don't like to pick the same players on sixteen sixty, but sometimes we do, and I think that cements the fact that you need to get them in. Get him in. I get, mean, I yeah. won't be getting him in. I no. can't get him in. Um, no, I mean that made me laugh. Actually, you pick you. Have you ever picked a Spurs player on this? Uh, I have, I think I have tipped them in 60 before. Yeah. Not unless I really have to, but the fixtures kind of dictated this one a bit. Right. I don't like doing it. No, for new listeners, Rich is a avant, 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 adamant, adamant, something. Rich is adamant. <laughs> uh, Rich is an Arsenal fan and has never, has famously, in these four walls, has famously never selected a Spurs player in yeah. his fantasy football Can't do team. it. Breaks the rules. Wow. You can pick them for other people, though. Yeah, exactly. It's a good tip. It's for you guys. It's for you listeners. This is what I'd like to do. Um, yeah. And then Leicester. Leicester City, Leicester City are just going from strength to strength, aren't they? Yeah. they got great, great home tie against Newcastle. I mean, I could have picked so many. Like Tillemans, Rob picked last week, who's in great form. Vardy, is it five in his last six yeah. games? Pereira looks good at right back. But I thought Chilwell, I, I quite fancy to get a clean sheet and potentially attacking returns as well. Yeah, Vardy's Madison, my... Madison's been growing week by week. Absolutely. He's he's reformed again, hasn't he? Yeah. He obviously an amazing start to the season. And then he sort of slipped a little bit. But, yeah, he did. Um, yeah, Rodgers has brought out the best in him. And he's back on set pieces as well, isn't he? Yeah. Yeah, and him and Vardy, they're showing that early season form of linking up. I think he's a really good shout. Vardy's obviously topped up on the uh, Red Bull. Yeah. Before matches. End of season. End of season. End of Steven. End of season home straight. It's just pure Red Bull caffeine. Absolutely. Absolutely. I went to uh, I went to see Leighton Orient last night. Oh, nice. Yeah. How was it? Fantastic. It was such a good game. So the tickets were a fiver. Which oh, really? was amazing, yeah. So they did a special little deal. Tickets for a fiver. Um, and yeah, Tuesday night, under the spotlights, Brisbane Road, pretty much a sellout against um, Eastleigh, which I didn't even know where Eastleigh was, but I it's, it's no on the south coast, apparently near Southampton. Yeah, and uh, they went ahead, Orient equalised, then it was 2-1 to Eastleigh, and then Orient came back and Orient won it 3-2. And it was just amazing. amazing. And it was yeah, a great atmosphere. Orient went back top again. Really, really fun. So um, we're going to be getting an Ori, 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 Orient chant. Oh, li- literally. Division above. We were all discussing, I went with some friends and we were all discussing how bad the Ori, 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 Ori <laughs> and the chant is. And there's just not, there's no songs there. They don't sing about any players. So we were trying to work out a few songs for some of their players. They've got this guy called Sam Ling, 
who, I mean, is pretty bad all round. He's actually the son of Martin Ling, who used to manage and is a director on the board. Um, But he's got an amazing throw. Like, so he basically, like, I mean, he set up the, the first Orient goal with his with his long throw. It was reminiscent of Rory Delap. Oh, such a potent weapon. So we were trying to work out if there was something along, like with, using Ling's name, whether it was like something around Sing or you know Sam well, Ling throwing. Yeah, there, there were yeah there were there were a few that came up, but we couldn't quite get there. So, yeah, uh, yeah, we need to, we need. To, I'm desperate to get some Orient songs on the go. Any any Orient fans who have something around Sam Ling and the long throw, mm. yeah, yeah, throw it in. Um, yeah. Arsenal were undone by a lot of long throws. Uh, against yeah. Everton, that was a particularly potent weapon against Arsenal. Yeah, they crashed to a. The away form is terrible, isn't oh, it? So bad, so bad, awful. And I think we got. Uh, Haven't you got four four, four out four of six games are away or something? Yeah, more away games. Yeah, yeah with Watford up next. Yeah. yeah. Who looks amazing in that FA Cup game? The, the the stark contrast between those two FA Cup semi-finals was quite incredible, wasn't mm. it? Like that City game was horrendous. Yeah, I hated every minute I watched of it. It was just ah, oh, just the worst. I hate the way they just passed the game to death. I mean, obviously, it's incredible that they managed the game so effectively. They killed it yeah. in the first ten minutes, and then just managed their time, controlled it, restricted Brighton and coasted through. But as a spectacle, it was nauseating. Such a shame that it was on B- that that was the BBC game and then the BT game that yeah. obviously is, is watched by far fewer people was that an absolute belter. Everything, didn't it? I mean I saw the highlights, it was yeah, absolutely incredible. It was a cracker. I loved I mean I loved Jimenez's Lucha Libre mass celebrations. Mm. I loved his goal and then Delafeo's impact off the bench was yeah. just unbelievable. Yeah, any any wrestling uh, related yeah. <laughs> yeah. celebration we're, we're goes down in. well. A Lucha Libre mask covered in Wolverhampton Wanderers logos is yeah. pretty. Yeah, that's up there. I wonder if he got that custom made, or if someone. Well, obviously it was custom made, but I wonder if he got it custom made, or if someone Apparently, gave it to him. What I was the story? This, I heard this on another podcast. I can't remember if it was the Totally Football Show or Guardian Football Weekly, but it was one of them. And I can't remember the name, but it's a wrestler from the WWE who is one of the Mexican literally. Right, and it was WrestleMania, wasn't it, at the weekend? Who so. is friends with um, Raul Jimenez. Brilliant. And I had it custom made for him. Brilliant. Which is pretty cool. I think I want to be friends with a wrestler or Raul Jimenez. Yeah, or both, ideally. Yeah, that'd be lovely, wouldn't it? Yeah, night out, go to Oaxaca. Yeah, I think, I've mentioned, I think I've mentioned this before, but when I, <laughs> when I was younger, I went to see the wrestling at Earl's Court and um, I was actually in the queue tickets to get in or whatever with uh, with Razor Ruddock and his kids oh, amazing it was amazing it was absolutely brilliant so we, chatted, we chatted to him for about an hour that's we cool. were it's brilliant he, he's, he's great isn't he Did you, I don't know if we talked about it on the podcast we, I think we might have mentioned yeah it, I think it was mentioned I think, I think Rob mentioned it to Woody last week actually yeah. but uh, yeah it was, it was brilliant really enjoyed it loved it yeah Razor Ruddock yeah. Jeepers Creepers um, yeah, I thought it was. I thought it was fantastic. The um, Harry's Heroes. It was really interesting. I found uh, who was it that was? Yeah, Ray Parler still got it. He was great. Yeah, was and great. Uh, Lee Sharp still got it. Yeah, yeah. yeah so I, for anyone who didn't watch it, this was Harry mm. Redknapp bringing back a bunch of ex England internationals mm. um, to face the German side, and it, it sort of threatened to be a bit like you know jo- jobs for the boys type cliche thing but mm. actually it was quite it was very interesting the way they delved into some of the stuff they've done outside football like Razor Ruddock's had serious health problems battles with his weight and 
there were real issues getting him back to fitness and he had to address some pretty stark revelations yeah. about his lifestyle and then Merson Merson talked about his gambling problems and that he's fallen back into them and yeah, yeah that was, was really emotional yeah that. it was. I mean, he was there's one scene where he's in the back of the cab and he's missed this trip they do to Spain I think mm. and like a little warm weather retreat um, and yeah he kind of breaks down in the cab and it was really it, but what was quite nice was there was something later I can't remember who the other players were. it was Dave Seaman and someone else just uh, sat with him in the stands. Oh, yeah. Fowler. Yeah, was, Fowler. Just sort of saying if you ever need to talk. But it's quite good they confronted those problems. Yeah, definitely. And no. John Barnes is a fried chicken addict. Oh, that was the other it. thing that was <laughs> apparent. Absolutely loves it. Yeah, I, what what he couldn't tell you about fried chicken. <laughs> I know. Fridays at the Barnes household. Yeah. I Yeah, I mean, I was quite refreshing to see John Barnes in any context other than doing the 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 uh, England rap although he did oh, do like it he got that and he got yeah, him in the studio he got it of course in. he did it like, yeah. I, <laughs> <laughs> God, I love that rap but I mean it is ridiculous yeah, it's crazy yeah. yeah just just get over it John move on fantastic anyway and talking of moving on we should move on have you got a have you got a sari for us this week I don't know 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 I was listening to another podcast just just reference. Stop listening British. to other podcasts. I know. Well, I listen to this also. Yes, all constantly. Yeah, yeah. I actually carry two phones on me just so I can play this constantly and then listen. <laughs> That's to why we've got so many listeners. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I Definitely. thought actually people liked us. Dang. Um, but uh, they were talking. Um, someone on the show had tipped uh, Luka Milivojevic uh, about three or four weeks ago as okay. a fantasy pick, and they were going, "Well, why would you pick him? He's actually as expensive as a James Madison or a mm. Tillemans." And, you know, the team are so reliant on Wilf Zaha to win penalties and then for him to score them. And it's just so, oh, that's not how the game should be played and you should be kind of thinking elsewhere. But actually in that time, I think he may have scored a penalty every week. Yeah, it's been ridiculous. And Zaha and Empathy has won all of them. So this week he scored his 10th penalty of yes. the season, wow. which makes up 13% of all the penalties scored in the Premier League all season, which is quite remarkable. 13% of all the penalties? Yeah. Or all the... 13% of all penalties scored, uh, by him. Wow. scored in the league are by Luka Milivojevic for Crystal Palace. It's amazing. Yeah, so it's a pretty good stat, isn't it? Um, and I think he... I think the record for a season might be 12. All penalties of all time, all this season? This season. Okay, wow. Yeah, that's yeah. not too bad. Uh, so he's potentially on course to do it. I mean, yeah, yeah. Wolf keeps getting chopped in the box. Yeah. He's got a great shout. But I wondered if you knew... Who else made up the top five of penalty scorers this season? Because I thought they'd be quite obvious. And I looked at it and it wasn't as much okay. as I thought. So have a think. You can well, chuck a few guesses out now. Yeah, and we can off, the, off the bat, I mean, I know he missed last night, but our friend Aguero would be in my list. Um, I, I mean, I, again, I guess Harry Kane. But I'm trying mm-hmm. to think actually how many. Yeah, like Harry Kane. Um, mm, that's really tough, isn't it? I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think who. Yeah, I'm sorry. Um, oh, I'll have a yeah, little think I'll about it, that. I'll it over. Um, yeah, Kane, Kane's up and around. Um, mm. And then, yeah, have, have a think. We'll, we'll revisit it after we go through correspondence. Yeah, okay. But yeah, cool. Just looking at the top five. But Interesting. Yeah, it wasn't who I expected. So. Interesting. Hey, 
best of worst of topic this week is about arrests. Yeah. So <laughs> the reason why I chose this was I actually thought I was going to, meant to be visiting a prison today. Turns out I wasn't. I was completely misled. <laughs> I wasn't going to prison. Um, but that's a that's another story. Uh, so so I was thinking about what players, you know, famous footballer mm-hmm. arrests. Um, lots of them you may have noticed in your research were pretty much drink driving yeah, offences, eighty percent plus, which at least. Are, are less are less interesting. There's also some pretty dark ones which we won't touch on. Yeah, we're not going to go Gordon Strachan on this and uh, start yeah, start God. defending Adam Johnson or uh, anything like that. Yeah, I think just avoiding him altogether is yeah. the best thing we can do. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, what did you come up with? Uh, well, as you say, a lot of them were drink driving, so there were some, some obvious ones there. But um, I was trying to think of a one that might have a more positive uh, one, and it was uh, what's Watford's hero at the weekend, Troy Deeney, who oh, yeah. was who spent time in jail for, um, was, this is not the positive part, as you will gather, for uh, attacking three students in uh, Birmingham and... Along with his brother, he did some time in jail. Um, it was a fairly brutal attack by all accounts, and he, he had some problems prior to that. But I think what's what's quite, and he, he spent some time inside, and he's obviously come back, rebuilt his career. But what I quite like about Deeney, and I don't really like Deeney because he's not particularly pleasant in his assertions of Arsenal, mm. and maybe his criticism cut a little close to the bone for me. Um, but he's very open about talking about it, um, talking about where he came from, uh, how the experience shaped him, and how important it is to sort of figure out what you want to do with your life and whatever hardships you go through, you can overcome them and you can achieve achieve your goals. And yes. he, I know he works very closely with the community at Watford through the club, and he's very frank in his interviews about it. And mm. I just thought... That's refreshing because, you know, everyone can make mistakes. And what he did was pretty unforgivable. You know, a drink-fueled attack on fairly, you know, defenceless students is pretty obscene. But he ha- he acknowledges what he's done wrong and he is involved with working with young people in the community to kind of help avoid them falling into the same pitfalls yeah. and kind of putting himself up as like, I did wrong, but... You can you can rebuild yeah, your good career, ro- your good life. role model. So yeah, that was about the closest I got to a best of. Yeah, which is tough when you talk about arrests. Oh, it, de- it definitely is. Have you ever been arre- been arrested? No. Have no. you been arrested? I've never been arrested. Times. Never been arrested. I've been stopped by the police twice. Yeah. Once when I was dri- when I was driving when I was like eighteen, and I was uh, I had a, literally driving home from a pub with. I had four guys in the car with me and I was dropping them all off at different places and they were all pissed. I, I, hadn't, I hadn't, I didn't drink at all. And when the police kind of pulled me over because they'd obviously followed me from the pub, you know, just checking in, they just pulled alongside me and I was like, hello, I'm sorry. And they didn't even get me out of the car or get me to see a breathalyzer because they could obviously tell that yeah. I was like, you wouldn't be again. this petrified and then literally the whole way home I got completely rinsed by my mates just like Ooh. Um, so yeah that was that was particularly embarrassing but the other the other time was even more embarrassing where uh, another car related one where me and some mates were driving back from a restaurant at the bottom of uh, the bottom of my parents road and like literally a, it's about a 30 second walk and 
um, there were seven of us and obviously we couldn't all fit in the car. So two of us rode on, <laughs> sat on the bonnet. <laughs> Not a smart move, guys, can I just say. Yeah, it's, it's quite warm, a very I imagine. quiet residential area. There was very little danger of us seeing any other cars, or but it's not a good idea, and especially not a good idea when there's a police car nearby. They didn't take kindly to it. They gave us a severe telling off, and it was right. very, very silly. Uh, but I was young, and yeah. you, you live and learn from I'm these sorry. experiences, don't you? I'm sorry. <laughs> this made me the man um, I am today. Thankfully, I've not done anything like some of the people that I got, uh-huh. did some research yeah, on. Yeah, what did you find? So, so, well, uh, some quite funny ones. I didn't, I, I didn't realise that Ian Wright had spent time in jail. I didn't know that. Yeah, so Arsenal's Ian Wright. He was, uh, it's such a lame one as well. He wasn't paying road tax or insurance on his two cars. Oh, really? And he right. got sent- sentenced to 14 days in jail as a result. Did he do 14 days in jail? <laughs> I believe wow. so, yeah. Okay. So, uh, yeah, that's uh, that's a great one, that. Um, I also was a Tunisian player called Nizar Trebilsi, who had a very short-lived career at Fortuna Dusseldorf, which I presume is in Germany. Yeah. Uh, he made one start and scored a goal in that game. And then straight after the game, pretty much, he was arrested for his connections with Al-Qaeda. Oh, wow. And it turned out he'd actually been plotting an attack against US soldiers at a Belgian airbase. No way. Um, amongst, there were some other potential attacks that he was in, like linked with. And he was uh, he was sentenced 10 years in jail in 2003. Quite a crikey, in Germany. Uh, yeah, well, he actually, I think he went night? to, he served time in Belgium, in Belgian uh-huh. prison. And then I looked into it. He got released actually after 12 years, but he is in some kind of secure unit, sort of not properly released in Washington, D.C. Crikey. Yeah. So, yeah. Wow, that's bonkers. Imagine that. Yeah. So mad. Um, yeah. Any, 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 any worst of from you? Uh, well, I, there was one kind of bizarre one that involved um, Mr. Paul Gascoigne. Uh, I, I, a friend of mine at work yesterday was mentioning it and I, I had forgotten this ever happened. But do you remember, um, I think it was in 2016, there was a, a killer on the loose called Raul Moat. Oh my God, Raul Moat. Yeah, Raul yeah. Moat, who um, I think he killed his partner. He blinded a police officer. And but somehow oh, had got in like, uh, become friends with Paul Gascoigne yeah. on a drink and cocaine binge. Yeah. And Gaza in the stupid, when he was, um, there was basically a massive standoff with the police, um, had turned up at, on the hunt for Raoul Moat um, with a six pack, a fishing rod, a barber jacket, and a roast chicken. Yeah. So don't worry, guys, leave this to me. So. But he was not friends with... They weren't friends at all. So the actual story that, okay. that I heard that Gaza told... Right, right, right. ...was that he was... Gaza was on a cocaine binge at the time. Yeah. And he'd been up for like 48 hours taking coke and he was watching the news. Oh, he had was met him. Yeah. He was watching it unfold, unfurl, and he was like, oh, I know, I can solve this. I'm going to yeah, go yeah. down. So in his cocaine fueled mind, he was like, I can solve this. I can fix I this. I can get him out of this. Because he was in high... Railmoat was in like, in a bush, hiding yeah, in a bush. that was it, yeah. And yeah, like stand police, police standoff. And he, yeah, Gaza turned up with fishing rods. At the- <laughs> Because he was so rattled that he thought that like he could solve it. It's just insane. And like Gaza himself said, um, 
you know, he he basically got this taxi up there and then was told by the police, like, just go home. Yeah. And and went went to bed with a bottle of whiskey, woke up, no recollection whatsoever of the incident, checked his phone, hundreds and hundreds of missed calls. He's like, oh, he said he was, he, he said, I was like, what have I done? Well, yeah, man. Have I done? <laughs> I've got a chicken by my side, fishing rods, a barber. I'm like, fuck me. I must have done something. <laughs> Turn on Sky News. Paul Gascoigne was there last night. You just wow. Yeah. I mean, it's dark because obviously he's a guy who that was a real low ebb of for Gascoigne or Ramo. <laughs> yeah, Ramo is probably blissfully unaware. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, for Gaz, obviously needed a lot of help in that scenario. Yeah. But oh yeah, it's not it's not really a laughing matter, but it's quite funny. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, there, cocaine fueled solving the crime and yeah. arresting Ramo. Well, talk, talking of cocaine, um, obviously there's been there's been a few players that have been banned for for cocaine, but but none of the, the of them have been really involved in a um, <laughs> Colombian drug ring. No. Not like Rene Higuerta. Do you remember Rene Oh, yeah, Higuerta? yeah, of course, the keeper. Yeah, so Colombian yeah. legendary goalkeeper from the, the 90s. And he was uh, he was sentenced to seven months in jail for his um, part in a kidnapping that was um, linked to the drug lord Luis Carlos Molina wow. in Colombia. So he was apparently part of this ring and I think was deeply involved in it all, but he uh, he got caught up in this kidnapping plot and uh, and ended up doing time Crumbs. for that, which is brilliant. I, I, the glamour of that sort of thing, I just think it's hilarious that these footballers are just like, get caught up in it. There's yeah. A, there's another... Um, I there's mean, another... he looked the part as well, didn't he, with the long curly hair and the moustache and... Yeah. yeah, Ray Gisa, wow. On a on a um on an English tone of that, Peter Story, ex Arsenal player, okay, but yeah. probably before any of our times, I think he was yeah, sort of seventies. Yeah. He um he actually spent three years in jail, so he was funding a coin counterfeit production ring. <laughs> Amazing. So That's such an old English yeah. heist thing, isn't it? Yeah. But then it gets it gets a bit more seedy is that when he was trying to raise money for his bail, he he says up a brothel. With three women to try and raise, to try and raise, yeah, to try and raise the money to get in bail. God, so wow. he ended up serving so, so three a years. Character. And then I didn't know about this one. Um, there's a couple that are quite funny that I, that I really enjoyed. But um, Charles in Zogbia, he, oh yeah, yeah, he, Wigan, yeah, he paid someone to sit his theory test for him. His driving <laughs> theory test. <laughs> That's brilliant, and he got uh, he got punished for that. I don't think I don't think he actually ended up getting. Um, I think you can get like it's a, the maximum jail time is like five years for that. But really, he, he, he just got a driving ban for that. Yeah, I'm not and then uh, that's and then Matty Patterson, who used to play for Norwich. I remember Matty Patterson. So yeah, he used to play for Matt, uh, Norwich, South African midfielder. Uh, I think midfielder. Uh, yeah, and he um, he was. Now I think he plays for Bidvest Wits in South Africa, but I'm not quite sure when this was in his career, but apparently he was running late for training after a night out. Um, so one can potentially suggest he was, he was, he'd been drinking, but um, he was stopped for dangerous driving by the police. But that wasn't the weird part. The weird part was that he was only wearing a shirt and his underwear. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm not quite sure of yeah, the full story yeah, quite there. It's quite, in, quite a weird one. Yeah. Very good, but uh, yeah, I enjoy, I enjoyed researching that. Yeah, there were, there were a good. lot of dark oh, there ones. There were so many terrible yeah. ones. There was a lot of drink driving, sort of Tony Adams and Hugo Lloris yeah. and people, but, and there was a lot of 
like quite nasty violent ones mm. like uh, Marlon King and Nile Ranger and Jerry Barton oh, just Jerry like Barton, yeah of course, some really that, horrible that awful Ottoman Darbo attack in the training ground yeah some really horrible ones so yeah we don't like to touch on yeah those. yeah yeah yeah. we'll scrub around them yeah I didn't get many more amusing ones a I couple need, of those yeah. chairmen we talked about before probably have been oh yeah well yeah the chairman we talked about the other week who uh, yeah Arson, tried to burn down, trying to burn down his club <laughs> yeah, or sort yeah, of whatever yeah. happened. In fact, we've got a, that moves us swiftly onto correspondence shortly. But I need another beer. Ah, uh, yeah, absolutely. What would you like? We so we've got a couple of choices this week. We have a Goose Island uh, Midway Session IPA or a Fuller's Wild River. Well, I've uh, just had the Goose Goose uh, Island, so I'll have the other one, please. Yeah, go for the Wild River. Perfect. Thank you. Um, I like. I really enjoyed the Goose Island because I'm. It's not a regular Goose Island, is it? They've got a different... Yeah, the normal Goose Island. I think we spoke about it before when Robert just got back from America. He'd done right. like a... Because uh, it, it drinks really strong, the, the normal Goose Island IPA. That's right. Yeah. And this sesh, so you can normally... That's nice, but like three pints is about probably as much as mm. you want to go. This session So this is a midway. Seems a bit lighter. So it must be mid- midway between a kind of light and a... Strong or something. Yeah, I'm just trying to find the percentage. Four point one. So okay, yeah, yeah. nice, nice and palatable. I like to, I like to stick in the fours. That's, yeah, me that's too. always good. It's, it's safe drinking, isn't it? I've I've still got a load of um, like really hefty seven percenters and thirteen percenters from my advent calendar. <laughs> this was your brood, sitting, yeah, calendar, sitting wasn't in my it? fridge that I I was really tempted. I think when was I in like Friday night or something last week, and I was like, you know what, I'm going to tuck into one of the thirteeners, and then I just thought. I'm at home. I, don't, I can't, I'll pass out. I'm you kind just, of yeah. need to do it in company. I guess, yeah, a bit, I guess. Don't you? Do you, I mean, you treat yeah. it like a wine? I guess you just drink it sl- really slowly and kind of enjoy yeah, it. I but no, I don't know if I, I don't know if I've had a drink that. I've had a couple of Trappist ales. Yeah, I've had a like couple of tenors. Yeah, but it's a, that's hefty. Yeah, right. And it, yeah, yeah, it tastes like it too, doesn't it? Mm. So what's Rip. up next? Yes, You're talking correspondence. Correspondence. Get in touch on FF Hangover on Twitter. And on Fantasy Football Hangover on Facebook and Instagram. Thanks for listening. So yeah, lots lots of people from Plymouth getting in touch, which, which was is great. great. Thanks for all the messages about Woody. Uh, I can't tell you when the album's coming out. I can't tell you any details <laughs> about that, I'm afraid. Yeah, yeah as Woody said, soon. <laughs> soon. Single yes. an album And lots soon. of lovely comments about our lovely dog, which I think we gave him a name, didn't we? I can't remember what it was. Uh, what was it? Uh, Huggy or something? Yes, like, something yes. Something like that. Yeah, something along Lug- those lines. Lucky. Anyway. Like we, we can look it up because I think we do need to give them a name. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, but lots of people, including, I'll, I'll give the first name of uh, the first person who sent it in, Craney67. Good old Big Craney. Shout, Craney. Um, he wanted to know our opinions on Skillsy. Do you know uh, about Skillsy? Skillsy the mascot. Yeah. Because yeah. I think he actually uh, sent this in. A, he sent this in a couple of weeks ago. We did a. Did we, have we done a mascot? Yeah, we really talked about mascots on, we quite talk, we often. About them. There was Combi, Combi the boiler, um, Colin the Combi. Yeah, the boiler at um, West Brom. I don't think I was around for that. No, possibly not. Um, um, so yeah, we've talked. I think we've talked about the best and worst mascots. Yeah, but, uh, yeah. Skillsy. Skillsy. So if you don't know, Skillsy is the Euro twenty twenty mascot. Look him up, and then prepare to be sick. <laughs> it's f- fucking disgusting. It's just, uh, it's just, stu- it's just awful. It's just he's like, like a cheesy cartoon, cartoon boy. boy. And 
What happens? Why can't he be an animal, a cuddly animal? Why does he have yeah. to be a boy, a weird, creepy, was, big-headed what boy? What was the World Cup? Was it Spain '86 with the, with the tiger, uh, the lion? Well, World Cup Willie was the lion. Was World the Cup Willie, nineteen sixty-six lion. Yeah, but. yeah, yeah. There was another. Yeah, but these, they've done it a few times well, in it, recent didn't years. Didn't Italia '90 have some like shape? It was like literally like a oh, load of blobs it, yeah, stuck together. Yeah, it was like um, it was uh, rectangles, yeah. like blocks. But I quite liked that in it the was, Italian flag like, colours like, and like, the football's there. Yeah, I liked that one. I remember the sticker book very well. The Panini yeah. sticker book that year. Um, and I feel like USA had a um, USA '94 had like a a dog, a bull, uh, kind of. Yeah, like a bull, almost like a bulldog, bulldog sort of thing, or probably not a bulldog, yeah, but Skilzy's some kind of dog. diabolical, isn't it? And also the name. Yeah. Skillsy with Skilzy. a Z. It's like Skills. trying to be cool. Yeah, rubbish. There's nothing worse than trying to be cool. Um, so, yeah. <laughs> so that's what we think about Skillsy. Yeah, I mean, we hate please, him. please do chime in with your own comments. And I think he's going to get arrested for awful things. Yeah, he's drink driving. terrible person. But yeah, anyway. I had uh, I had something in from Billy the Hammer. You sent us a link to um, to uh, a. Do you think he's a real? Is he a real hammer? I I mean I guess he must be if you're going to put that out on your social media handle, then you probably are. But this was from an under seventeen uh, penalty shootout. Um, it was on the BBC. We'll we'll, we'll post the link on socials. Uh, but it was a shootout for Guajaraja against Lobos Yeah, I'm glad you picked me up on that. But it's, it's an amazing penalty. So Do it guy, again, Guajaraja. Okay, Guadalajara. That's okay. better. That's better. Uh, the guy, he, he strikes the penalty. Uh, it hits the top of the bar uh, and goes straight up into the air. Yeah. The goalkeeper sort of completely dismisses it, starts to walk away so the other goalkeeper can come in but it loops up into the air and it kind of the spin of it means it bounces down into the goal I love that it's, it's so pretty good. awesome so good I watched it yeah, on the way here and it's it's absolutely hilarious yeah it's great but you know they're changing the penalty rules oh uh, no I didn't yeah. know that so I can't think it, I think it's been agreed for next season there's a couple of rule changes that are kicking in but it's so basically if like in a penalty shootout if the penalty is saved there can't be any rebounds obviously and someone mm-hmm. can't run in so on this, it goes out of play. So as soon if the penalty is saved, it's it's done. It, no oh, rebounds, nothing. So it's the same. It's basically they're making a penalty in regular time the same as a penalty in a penalty shootout. If that makes sense. Oh wow, that'll have a big impact. You a get really lots impact. of rebounds. Scored. Really big impact and a big impact on FPL because often we get oh yeah penalty save, penalty save, but then the taker, taker scores. scores. So. So you, you reduce that minus yeah. five to a minus... I know. So it's interesting. I, I think it's next season, but it could, I could be wrong. Oh, that, I had no idea. That'll have a massive impact. Yes. Yeah. But interesting. It's very rare that you get these rule changes. For yeah, the, very... Quite, quite a big one. I, I, I'm not I that keen like on it. that. I, don't I think like it's it more at fun. All. I think it's more fun. I get it in a shootout. That makes oh, sense. Yeah, of course. It's like a standoff, sudden death moment. But in, in play, mm. you know, if the ball remains in play, play continues. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I don't a, like it's that a shame. at all. It's a shame. Shame on you, Premier League. Yeah. Boom. Anything else in the post bag, Will? Yeah, well, we, a couple of weeks ago, before Woody came on, we were talking about chairman. And uh, we were sent... I'm trying to look who sent it, actually. Um, oh, it was Andy Lynn 937, I think that says. Andy Lynn. Yeah. Um, sent in about John Abraham... Uh, so we were talking about the best and worst owners and chairman in football. Mm. And uh, he sent in this BBC article about John Abraham, who is um, locally in India and probably beyond known as the Hulk of Bollywood. 
Okay. And he, um, massive football fan, and a childhood wish of his, like childhood dream, was uh, to own his own football club. So he set one up. Oh, brilliant. Yeah. So he set up a club called North East United, which is great. <laughs> great name. Uh, and they, they play in the IPL. And him and his right wife run it together. So he was nice. he he sort of was comment talking. I read this small interview with him, and he said, "One day I'm making a film for Netflix. The next, I'm signing a player." And I was just like, that is <laughs> oh, such yeah. a good life! What a lifestyle! Yeah. That's incredible. But ridiculously, he's very superstitious, and so he doesn't go to any of the games. No, he won't way. go. He'll feel yeah, he watch them, watch highlights, whatever. But he won't. Yeah, won't go. Wow. Yeah. But That's apparently he's very hands-on and very popular. So, uh, nice. yeah, John Abram, he's a very, very handsome man and his wife is very attractive. Hulk so, of Bollywood. Yeah, I don't know if that means he's played a character like Hulk or if it just means he's just a beast. Broad, handsome, a sexy beast. Chap. Sexy had, beat, green beast. <laughs> yeah. We had a, a, an email in from Dave in Hertfordshire who, after the uh, FA Cup semi-final, who asked if we had noticed that Elton John is playing a show on his Goodbye Yellow Brick Road tour uh, in Copenhagen on the 18th of May, which is the day of the FA Cup final. Oh, wow. Yeah, so is that a potential scheduling issue for Elton? Well, How will he see the Hornets? I, I hope that the FA Cup final is still played at 3pm, but uh, maybe it's yeah, a 4 or, or 5 nowadays with the stupid TV scheduling. Yeah, I guess so. It's, so, it's so only an hour Copenhagen, yeah, an hour, right. two hours difference. So hopefully you'll get to watch it. Maybe yeah. they'll delay the start. Yeah, I, I'm sure that's happened before on... Um, uh, gigs I've been to Ooh, actually where the start. I, I went to see delayed. Justin Timberlake at the O2 oh, <laughs> yeah. last yeah, of year. Of course, this was England, wasn't it? And England were playing. Uh, which game was it? I think it was one of the group games because, yeah, I, I, it was it was a midweek. So I remember because the Sweden game it wasn't Sweden or Colombia because they were. I was at someone else's for that, but yeah, they delayed the start of it. For the England game. That's brilliant. He sent a few messages on social media as yeah. well, didn't he? And he like, said, Come I, on, England. I think he said if it would, had gone into extra time, they were going to show it in the in the arena as well. Like, there was a... That's it, brilliant. Yeah, he, yeah he, he posted a really good social media thing, yeah. Maybe he sung Three Lions or something like that. Is that, was, <laughs> yeah, is that like, right? Yeah. I think he might have sung Three Lions during the show, actually. I was very... Yeah, anyway. I forgot about that. Yeah, that's that was great. A, that was a good moment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So that's, is that probably it for correspondence? Well, yeah, there's a, there's a couple, one other thing to mention, which isn't isn't correspondence, but I meant to mention it last week and didn't, is Pod Bible is a great magazine. Um, this oh, yeah. isn't a sponsored ad. <laughs> but, uh, Pod, Bi- Pod Bible is a new um, podcast magazine. They are in their second issue now. And I met the, they were handing them out at King's Cross Station the other week. Mm-hmm. And I met with one of the editors, um, and he gave me a load, of, a load of copies, and it's a really great magazine. They give podcast tips in there of what to listen to. There's interviews. Fantasy um, football hangover. Yeah, they've not they've not tipped fantasy football hangover this month, but I'm hoping this mess this message means they do. <laughs> no, 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 I wouldn't be so cynical to think that. Um, but yeah, really, really good little magazine. I think it's available online to read. Obviously, oh, cool. I don't think you just have to have a physical copy. I think you can read it. Um, but I just want to say it's interesting that. Podcast is now merits its own magazine. So, yeah, right. Uh, a standalone, given out for free thing by stations. Yeah, that's yeah. yeah, that's quite huge. It's crazy the podcasting industry how massive it is now. Yeah, 
Absolutely. Yeah, I like to feel we fueled that growth. Oh, I, I, undoubtedly, we're, yeah. we're involved. We're and you, it. listeners, thank you for continuing to come <laughs> back and, and you know feed the market and let other people have a chance to create. Sorry, I just need to be want to create. <laughs> <laughs> So what's so, up next? Should we... Toddlers, talk? toddlers, toddlers, toddlers. Toddlers. So we had a very interesting um, period. So it was 13... Ele- so for those who don't know, each week or as many weeks as we can, we try to enlist a young person, a child or toddler, to uh, help us make a captain choice or their parent a captain choice to see whether all the kind of hours, blood, sweat and tears we pour into fantasy yeah. football... Is any more effective than the whim of a three, four, five, six, or seven-year-old? Um, at last count, it was thirteen, eleven to yes. the adults. And we were joined last week. We're not joined in person, but uh, young Joe, who is I believe five from East London, sent us uh, his tip, and he, his uh, his, <laughs> yeah, his responsible <laughs> adult asked him to choose between Raheem Sterling, who wasn't playing, or Sadio Mane, <laughs> who was playing. Um, he chose Mane, thankfully, because yeah. that would have been embarrassing for his responsible adult. Um, but Mane didn't do much better. I think he got one point. But one point's better than no points. One point's better than no points. So it's now 13-12. So, so adults just key. winning. So this is a key week. This so is a chance for the toddlers to draw level for yeah, yeah first time in many weeks. Yeah, well, they were, toddlers were ahead, I think, for a while. but Yeah, they threw one up at the start. Back. Yeah, so... What have you got for us? So we have a, a young man called Freddie who uh, has he's been this, on the show before. He's been on the show before. He's an friend early, of the show. Friend of the show. Uh, he's an early episode. Uh, he's early adopter. So thanks, Fred, for staying with us. Um, he's not adopted. Well, uh, uh, let's see what he had to say. For my captain this week, yeah. Yeah. do I choose? Yeah. For my captain this week. For Leicester, for your captain, for who's in Leicester playing against Newcastle, or Hung Ming Song for Tottenham, who's playing against oh Newcastle. I think I've got that wrong. Anyway, <laughs> Jamie Vardy for Leicester or Hung Ming Song for Tottenham. Um, Hung Ming Song for Tottenham because when I was little, I used to support Tottenham. And why don't you anymore? Because who do you support now? I support Arsenal now. Oh, right, I see. <laughs> oh, I see. there you go. There nice. You go. Yeah. So I should probably fess up that Freddie is my youngest <laughs> yeah. son. Um, and his Tottenham support is a, a direct result of our eldest son, Henry, uh, when he, he was kind of obviously press ganged at a young age to support Arsenal. And then Freddie came along two years later. And then Henry, for about five, Freddie's probably about three. Henry develops a bit of an interest in football, likes to have a kick around in the garden and always insist on playing against Freddie and insist that Freddie would be Tottenham to such an extent that when uh, one of his uncles asked Freddie who he supported, he turned around and said, I support Tottenham. And then we realised this had to stop. 
had stuff under all circumstances. Yeah, uh, that was the time when you locked him in the basement for a few months, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 He came. He was quite thin yes. when he came out, but um, he then supported Arsenal, so it was fine. Yeah, absolutely, and he hasn't wavered since. No, he still has that slightly strange twitch whenever you show him a Tottenham uh, yeah, shirt. Yeah, and but... he he does sleep with the lights on every night. Yeah. But... He's all right. It's a sacrifice you have to make. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He loves the Arsenal. It's fine. That's parenting for you. Yeah, it's great. Yeah. I'll hopefully experience that one day. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You've got to do what you've got to do. Yeah, you got, you're moulding the future generation. You've got a drastic time school for drastic measures. <laughs> Indeed. So he, yeah. I mean, obviously the the the, the fixtures were uh, incorrectly stated on that, but um, yeah, game week thirty four. How, how did you get on last week? I we briefly touched on that. I got forty three points. I was uh, saved by Jamie Vardy. Why had a similar thing? I was um, coasting to probably my seventh or eighth around average or slightly below score, but I had Hazard as captain. So on the Monday night game, he he brought in thirty two points, which put me up to fifty eight. Right. So that was respectable. Um, but yeah, I've had like a bit of a torrid time. I don't have a wild card left. I mean, yeah. you you've been chipless forever. Oh, well, I, I've always finished my chips first before the main. Yeah, yeah I don't want to share. We, let's not dwell on last week. I did, I did all right, but it, I don't want to talk about it because I didn't. I'm doing terribly. But anyway, yeah, um, I think I think Freddie's picked possibly a winning horse there in Son. Yes, I, you'll start. Uh, I mean, yeah, I mean, I, I, I mean, I've got a home fixture against Huddersfield uh, with him burdening, uh, shouldering the attacking responsibility without Kane is. You would think that's a fairly shoe in. Yeah, there are some quite obvious fixtures. I would say this this week we should we should touch on obviously Brighton and Cardiff having double game weeks. Yeah, personally, I'm I'm avoiding it. I think if you, I could potentially be persuaded on Glenn Murray, but then he is also 34, I, 35 years yeah, old. So yeah, is he going to be fit to pay? Two games in four days, difficult. And Cardiff. Oh, they've got good be... fixtures, Brighton. Yeah. I mean, Bournemouth are all over the shop yeah. at the moment, and then Brighton have got the home advantage against Cardiff. But Cardiff, so away at Brighton, and who's their other fixture? Uh, uh, Burnley away. Yeah, so two away ties fixtures. for Cardiff. I don't, I don't think they're going to do anything. I, I'm not even convinced that Brighton are going to do much. I kind of think Shane Duffy and Matt Ryan are good shouts and, yeah. in terms of transfers because I think they'll play both games. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, but um, other than that, I'm I'm not convinced by those games. Man U, West Ham. I think West Ham are West Ham awful. have been on holiday for three or four weeks now. They're kind of... But it's tough with United who you pick. I mean, you'd fancy De Gea for a clean sheet. I think Lindelof's been pretty decent. Um, but attacking-wise, it's sort of difficult at the moment. Pogba's out of form. Rashford's an injury doubt. Lukaku's gone a bit patchy again. I don't... Uh, Lingard, maybe? I don't... Quite know how he's been playing, but I don't know. There's no one really obvious you kind of gravitate no. to for United. I mean, it might it might emerge this weekend. I mean, I just avoid West Ham players like the plague at the moment. Yeah, and then I mean, it's tough on tough with Arsenal. They're away from. They're away oh, at Watford. Watford on will be on a high, obviously after the FA Cup. But will they also be tired? Is that to consider? Yeah, I, 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 I yeah, what and, and Watford as well is quite hard. To pick, I mean, mm. Deeney's been in great form. Yeah, he'd be the one that kind of rings out for me. Delafeo might be, but again, he's he's hit and miss, and you never quite know what will happen with him. Um, and then oh. Liverpool, Chelsea is an interesting one because obviously, you know, Liverpool are flying, and and you can't count, you can't write them off in any game at the moment at all. And then Chelsea. I, you know they're, they're grinding out results at the moment and against mm. West Ham they were hilarious they were 1-0 up and 
you know, even with 15 minutes to go, they were still trying to score a second goal. And I found that hilarious <laughs> in terms of like, West Ham weren't doing anything. They could have just sat back. And yet they were still flying forward. It was like Rudiger was like, come on. It was <laughs> just like, wow, okay, down. they're really going for it. And I was like, that's admirable. And I was kind of like, that's against Sarri in terms of what he's been doing. And yeah. so it was, it was interesting. It's interesting because so he's You obviously... never know, they might go for it. Like, Yeah, and he's bowed to popular opinion. Now mm. he's selecting Loftus-Cheek and Callum Hudson-Odoi. Mm. I think if I had a wild card, I'd bring Hudson-Odoi in straight away. He's the chief of Miss cheapest midfielder in the game. I yeah. don't think he's guaranteed to start all five games, but I think he'll make a contribution. Yeah, I mean, I think a lot of people are going to be playing wild cards this week and then, you know, free hits next week for the, uh, yeah, the, double, for the double, 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 double the game. The proper it's double. Really, the big one. So I'm, I'm just saving my transfer this week and I'm going to... Oh, you just yeah, roll it. Roll it for the double. Um, but who knows, I might get drunk and make some silly decisions <laughs> like I often it's, do. It's always possible, isn't it? Yeah. I've got uh, that weird thing where a lot of my team are away. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, just like Hate my that. whole front line. I think four out of my five midfielders are all away. There's nothing better than seeing H. Uh, yeah, H everywhere. Most of your players. That's such I love a, it. such a beauty. But um, yeah, it's a, it's a weird time of season because a lot of teams are kind of have nothing to play for. They start playing the teenagers, which is great, and it's great to see, you know, like some McNeil, your Hudson Odoi, like yeah. the, the double barrels coming out, uh, <laughs> Arsenal, and Chelsea, and wherever else. Make the nines, yeah. yeah. But um, yeah, it's it, ma- it makes for some interesting FPL things. Yeah, like the the tips that we did last week, we should touch on. Those. Oh, you should. It didn't. It didn't would, go. It was would it was patchy. Woody, uh, and rightly so, as he's a Plymouth fan, tipped um, three former Plymouth. Players, he he did say that Jason Punchman was at, at Palace, which he he Palace is is his uh, mother club. What do you call it? <laughs> parents club. Yeah, he's parents club. From his parents club. Co-parenting. Um, but uh, he yeah he he currently <laughs> plays his trade at Huddersfield, although doesn't seem yeah, to play his trade. Play, did he? he didn't play. Uh, Jack Stevens at Southampton didn't play. And Ashley Barnes had a mixed week. Oh, uh, yeah. Scored an own goal within about five minutes of starting. <laughs> and then uh, he did then score another goal. So he, uh, a goal at the right end this time. So and he, he got, he got three as well, points. He, he got booked, yeah, he got three points for that. Yeah. Mixed bag. Tillemans we tipped. And once again, he got he nine brilliant. points. He is ridiculously good. And He's I think a very talented There's going to be a lot of clubs looking at him. Yeah. Uh, and then I picked McNeil, I think, and he got two points. So a very mixed bag. Yeah. Like, uh, not... Tillemans kept us afloat yeah, in yeah, our yeah. six and sixty. So hopefully we'll have done better yeah, this week. Yeah, I think week. I picked Robertson. He may have got one point. Yes, but Robertson is interesting because he was banned for the Champions. He's banned for the Champions League, or he was last night. Uh, so he'll be well rested. So I actually, yeah. I actually think he could could be a good good tip against Chelsea. He's always good for assists. I'm just not sure they're going to keep a clean sheet. Yeah, they suddenly look a little bit. I think both 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 sides are going to be really attacking, and I think there'll be goals. It's yeah. going to be a good game. That Mane um, versus Hazard. Yeah, I'm intrigued in this penalty thing on the Sari. You said about the uh, ah yes, yeah. We we'll, we we'll do our penalty. Yeah, so, so 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 Mihailovic, uh, Milivojevic rather is uh, way out in front on ten. The next then there's it's all tied up. The next two joint highest scorers are at five goals, right? Which um. It's Joshua King oh, of yeah. Bournemouth yeah. and Paul Pogba, which is the one I found a little bit surprising. Right. I, I don't know why I don't associate him with taking penalties. Well, yeah, no, he's their penalty taker because he does that stupid run-up. 
Of course he's a, he yeah, misses yeah. a lot. He, he's missed a couple, a couple yeah. Doesn't he? yeah. Yeah, and then you get some more of the usual suspects on four, so Hazard, Kane and Vardy, yeah. sort of as you'd expect. And then on three, you've got a bangy man, which isn't surprising. You've okay. got uh, Danny Ings. Oh, wow. Uh, Glenn Murray. Danny Ings has probably only scored about five goals this season. He's probably only played three games, yeah. hasn't he? Uh, yeah, Glenn Murray, uh, Mark Noble and Mohamed Salah. Yeah, yeah, Noble I was thinking I was going to yeah, add Mo- in. Yeah, Noble's uh, incredible. So Aguero's not in there? Aguero's not in I guess City top don't, 10 or I so. I guess City don't get that many penalties. Uh, and then he he's missed doesn't at least necessarily two, take all of them, does he? Because he's, he's not missed... always on the pitch when they have them, probably. Yeah, good point. Um, the rotation policy. But he's, yeah. missed, he's missed a couple this season. Okay. Well, that was good. I like that's a good that's a good salary. Good solid salary. I always like having to list players. That's always fun. Yeah, I did a there was a on the BBC there was because Jamie Vardy became the fiftieth top goal scorer in Premier League history this week with his goal right at uh, the weekend. Oh, and, uh, so he was asking for the uh, who the other fifty were. I think I got to about thirty four. Oh, quite so that's a good right. effort, Will. Yeah, yeah I did really all right. I mean, it's really obvious. They're yeah, all, yeah, once you yeah. go for the big, but you, the big names. You suddenly forget, so you really do forget that per- certain players existed. And also, there's quite a few, like Mark Hughes is in there, Chris Sutton, players that oh, haven't been around for... Yeah, yeah, for yeah. Hughes, I'm surprised, actually. I thought he would have been slightly prior. Well, yeah, to exactly. But, you know, I guess he did go to Chelsea and continue yeah. scoring, didn't he? Yeah. So uh, Yeah, Aguero's got two penalties, so he's joint 12th. Okay, joint 12th. Well, very good. Um, so yeah I think that's pretty much it now yeah that's I think that's for, about us for, for this week so next week we're, we've got another guest coming in hopefully he'll, he'll turn up I mean you, you never know do you, you so never I don't, take I don't it wanna, granted I don't want to just say that and then uh, we lure them in with a promise yeah. of but you're not here I know I'm going to be ably replaced yeah so we're, repla- we're replacing Rich with someone else who we won't announce just in case yeah we don't, don't struck down it. or uh, suddenly can't come which wouldn't be ideal but it was fine yeah, uh, and Rob will be back, and um, yeah, we'll be looking ahead to the double, the, the proper mega, double. mega double game week, which I think is going to define the entire season for most people. Yeah, it's kind of make a break, isn't it? Because you only got a few game weeks after that, and mm. then if you're stuck in your mini league, you're stuck in your mini league. Yeah, so good luck to you all. Yeah, and, uh, may your maybe your arrows be green, as they say. May your arrows be green. Thank you right. for listening. <laughs> Cheers. Cheers. Bye. Bye-bye. Daddy's podcast.